Hey guys, welcome to Off the Air. I'm Raquel. I'm Ara, and today we have the amazing sassy Mandy. <laughs> welcome, Mandy. Thank you for having me. Of course, it's been a long time coming. Is this your first podcast? Not my first podcast. My first podcast with you. But Cute. We <laughs> first love of that. many. First of many. So Mandy is actually, fun fact, one of the first creators on OnlyFans since 2017, 2018. I don't remember exactly what year it was, but definitely early on. I didn't actually know anyone at the time that I joined. Well, fun fact, how I met her was I came to Miami for my birthday. I was doing a shoot with this random photographer and I was... Fully butt ass naked. And she walks in with her carry-on. And she's staying in one of the rooms or something. And yeah, I was living there. Yeah. So I was just walking I was walking to the kitchen, I remember, and I, there was always girls in lingerie and stuff in there. So to me it's no big deal, but you were like yeah. out. Anyway. I was like, oh my god, I'm naked. But then I also didn't care at the same time because I had so many shots. <laughs> and then I just walked into her room naked. I was like, hey, I'm Aura. Yeah, yeah. She was, I heard you're from Canada. I'm from Canada. And it's just, we became friends. That's we so became weird. friends. And at the time, I had a Patreon. And she was telling me all about OnlyFans and how it's so much better and how you can make extra money in the messages. And it's yeah. not just a subscription. I was oh, my God. And she really convinced me. I really should have used your referral. <laughs> no, I didn't even know. I, know. I, I should have been on the ball with that from early on because two months after I had been on the platform, Platform, every single girl that I had met or was around all ended up on it and a lot of them I didn't realize that I influenced, influenced. to want to go on it because such a missed opportunity don't you want to I wish I could go back and kind of but I also <laughs> didn't want the pressure of having to deal with referrals because again I didn't have any type of coaching or advice on it so when I went on I didn't know what the heck I was doing I was just yeah. I just remember seeing all these options and I was growing a following at the time I definitely should monetize in some form and there's all these different options available at the time and I really went through all of them and seen OnlyFans and I'm like, none of these platforms have any of these options. And now down the line to this day, there's no other platform that had yeah. all that. And they have the most amount of fan base or consumers, I guess, if that's what we yeah, call it. Yeah, it ended up being the winning platform. At the time, there was premium Snapchat, there was Patreon, there yeah, was that. They were all like, doing private, their own like websites and stuff. And OF didn't even have all these crazy features yet. And it still was so much better than the other Yeah, it, it was. What made you start it? How did you find OnlyFans? Where did it come from? Once my Instagram was growing, a lot of people presented the idea of monetizing content. But I actually found out about OnlyFans through an email because I had gotten an email early on and they were just, you know how sometimes you get messages from, oh, this is our new platform. They said, oh, this girl, Gem Wolfie, I think her name was, she's already making 100K a month. There was a whole email about that. And I was like, 100K a month? through this and yes yeah, she had one or two million followers at the time so I was maybe have 50k followers I was nowhere near that at the time she was quickly growing she yeah. literally went from 50 to 400 yeah no I ended up <laughs> blowing up afterwards and especially while having OF at the time I don't know I just heard that amount of money and I just I wasn't even thinking that online you could ever hit these amounts I'm thinking maybe when people are saying monetize maybe I'll make a few thousand here or there I wasn't thinking people are making six figures <laughs> on the internet from these pictures we're already posting crazy pictures on our timelines we're crazy. already sending them on snapchat to the guys we yeah, literally. Literally. So. I'm just getting ignored literally. <laughs> heavy on the ignored <laughs> let's monetize all of them. so how did you actually grow your Instagram what was your process with that. I feel my Instagram blew up at the time where photo shoots were popping and I got in pretty early. I remember doing my first ever photo shoot because I actually came to Miami one time and I was on vacation but I actually came out here for a month with one of my girlfriends. 
I had no Instagram when I got here, but then when I was out here, I ended up reactivating it just to stay in contact with a lot of people I met out here. And so many of them were like, you should do, are you an influencer? Are you an influencer? And I didn't really know much about this. How many followers did you have at that time? Well, like maybe two, three K, nothing. I just I had, I had Instagram for a long time. So right. I had it at two, three K. Then I was deactivated for two years. Just, you just doing didn't my own thing. I didn't want anything to do with social media. I was a very private person for a while. I was going through a lot of things. And then when I came to Miami, I just wanted to stay in touch with a lot of people. And so many people kept saying, you should do this. You should do this. It was everyone out here does stuff that. Um, and then I got a message from a modeling manager to do actual modeling. He wanted to put me on this contract and he asked me for portfolio work. And I was, damn, I don't have any portfolio work. So I ended up hitting up this as Eames because he's from Toronto and I see a lot of girls shooting with him just to get some portfolio shots. And when I, when he started posting them, once those were ready, my page jumped to 27K. Wow. So I just wow. shot with him to have work to look, look, I model. I wanted to look, I had some sort of experience in the industry. I didn't know what the heck was going on. And it just started to go viral. So I'm like, oh, let me shoot with him again. And between my first two shoots, I went up to maybe like in the 70 or 80k wow. just off posting those and that's posting crazy them. that's so yeah. wild my like, my people version, loved you yeah i feel 90 percent of my fall actually until about 700k i would say all of those were just off photo shoots so then i was okay let me keep i worked with eames quite a few times but then i was working with a bunch of other photographers as well and every time they're posting me i'm growing 100k and then i didn't start doing promo and marketing or anything like that until pandemic to be honest so. When you first started doing this for somebody that wants to maybe go down this route, did, did you pay these photographers? Were they offering at you? Was it collabs? Um, yeah. So there was definitely a mixture. Things have changed a lot because this was before OF and all these platforms became pop in. Again, I was one of the first people on it. So when I first was shooting, a lot of people were willing to collab. At Eames, I always paid. There were certain photographers I always paid. Yeah. And there's certain photographers who now I pay, but at the time we were both collabing. I remember Freelance. I did yeah. one of my early on shoots with him at a Billy spot that I was staying at, and we both had pretty under 100K, so we were, it was mutually beneficial. I remember yeah. collabing with certain photographers, and then all of us blew up at the same time. All the models from that time and all the photographers from that time blew up together. Okay. And then because we started to make money, it became, okay, now it's more of a business thing. And you know what's funny? Throughout this whole time you're doing this, I was sitting in my cubicle I was watching your page grow and I was getting inspired by it because I was, wow, I just met her in Miami. She was at 100K or I don't know how many followers you had when I met you, but every time I would check your page, you were going up by 20, 50, 30. I was like, what? I just checked your page last yeah. night. How was this? This is so crazy. It was I need to get myself to Miami. Like, this That's, is where it's happening. Yeah. I remember too, when I, when I first grew 27K and then I went back to Miami, I ended up hitting certain milestones where I was like, okay, I need to go to Miami. And I remember when I had... 60 or 70k my goal was i think it was october and i'm okay my goal by the new year is to hit 100k i went to miami in december and i started just working with all types of people i used to go to prominent status studios and work with so many people there and i remember hitting not only 100k the week before christmas but then my page was growing 15k a day for two months almost until i got my first deleted shadow ban thing oh no so pretty much from december until february i was going 15k a day so my goal was 100k by new year's and i ended up hitting a quarter million by new year's instead wow. within awesome. less than a month span my page was just out of control and then on valentine's day i posted something about come talk to me in my bio and it got taken down and 
that your whole, whole page? That, no, the post got taken oh. down, and then my page just, that was my first start of a shadow ban. Because yeah. then it was, my page just stopped growing entirely, and then it took a while before it would grow again, and it just, everything changed from that moment forward. That's crazy. Yeah. How did you pivot through that, for people that kind of experienced that? What would you, what do you, what kind of recommendation do you do? Do you just stop using the page do you keep going yeah keep posting there's definitely a mixture of things and this is always changing also because at that time i didn't really know what to do people said leave your account alone don't post for two weeks they said it would restart after yeah, two people weeks. would tell you to go private yeah so i don't remember exactly what i did i did a mixture of things i probably left my account alone entirely for maybe two weeks and then i'd I think probably would have tried private and then I, I did private quite a few times throughout having Instagram and then I just kept working with photographers and then I tried to work with new people and I tried to just have more traffic coming in than the shadow band could stop me from right. seeing. If other people are posting me, it doesn't matter if I'm not getting my own explore feed traffic because I'm getting traffic from that person's page and pretty much from that point forward that became my strategy is get other people to post you, work with other people and collabs and photo shoots. Cool. So, I have a question. What were you doing before OF? How were you making money and stuff? Were you bartending, bottle service? Yeah, I was working in the nightlife. I started bartending from when I was 18 years old. I'm from Quebec, so legal drinking yeah. is there. And yeah, then I actually I, didn't know that. Yeah, Quebec yeah. and Alberta and Canada is 18. Everywhere else is 19. Yeah, then Ontario is 19. So yeah. And then I moved to Toronto. I was doing bottle service and just working nightlife in general and stuff. Okay, cool. Yeah. Similar. A lot of girls, I feel, were in the nightlife that transition into doing yeah exactly doing of yeah okay so then you blew up you're making a ton of money then you're traveling we went on we went to thailand together oh my god oh yeah. wow it was actually fun <laughs> and uh, it, it I've was i've never been to thailand i'm jealous i it was great and then one of the girls ended up needing surgery and oh my like, god yeah, yeah so oh, i had geez. an assistant who was actually my best friend from high school we wait she's the one that needed surgery yeah, so what happened was I asked her if she's comfortable with driving a scooter because that's what everybody drives there. And oh, she's God. from a farm yeah. in Canada, so she's used to driving all these different types of vehicles and yeah. motorized vehicles, right? So yeah. I'm, is, are you comfortable with driving this? Because I've never driven one. I'm not. She's yeah. like, yeah, that, I don't care. I would love to. I was with somebody in your back. She's like, yeah, cool. <laughs> At the time, Mandy had a boyfriend. Her boyfriend was Yeah, he was driving. I'm okay, we're good because I'm not driving that Right, thing. so... We get our scooter, first day, we literally are going down and all the streets are windy. windy. So we're going around a corner and a van's coming and she literally lost. No. Yeah, we literally drove into the van. Oh my God, you guys. It right. was so it was, bad. It was I don't know why so I'm laughing right now. It was but, terrifying. But at the like, time, he, like nothing was bleeding yeah, outside we didn't realize of her body and stuff and we didn't know what was going on inside. So we go to the doctor, they're like, oh, you're fine, just go home and rest. So she goes home and rests and we go to the next island and we're just living life. And when we get to the next island, she's feeling worse. And the islands get smaller. So the medical help gets smaller. Yeah. So the doctor's knowledge has become smaller. So this is traumatic. We went yeah. to a smaller <laughs> island. Actually really bad. <laughs> no, it was really bad. We went to a smaller island. She wasn't feeling better. So they were we have to take you into the hospital. Yeah. They took her into the hospital. They were you have to go back to the other island because they have a bigger hospital so they, they can help you better. So me and her ended up going and we had to leave. Yeah. We had to separate. And we didn't know what we were doing. We were out there with our she had already been out there, so we're just 
going to places she's comfortable with. And even my boyfriend at the time, he never even really traveled anywhere crazy like that. So yeah. he doesn't know what it was. I think the whole thing was just traumatic. Yeah, yeah. and it's, everybody involved. It, exactly. <laughs> and it wasn't one of those resort vacations where you just sit there and you're on the resort. It was we're traveling, we're getting on flights within the country. We're getting we on traveled, boats. We're getting on. Yeah, we traveled like a lot of different areas of wow. the country. And this was before the pandemic. Like, and also they're like depending on me to tell them where to go yeah. and how to live and what to do. And I'm, I gotta go over yeah, here to my friends. And we were like, okay, do we stay there? We've never been out here. We're spending quite a bit of money to be out there. Let's still go to the places we're booked at. Yeah. yeah. And it became, it was hectic. But it still it ended was, up being It was fun. hectic, yeah. Did you love Thailand though? Would you go back? Or would you just stay away from there? I, it's, it's so funny because now I definitely say I would go back. But at the time, I remember feeling so frustrated. I was having issues with the food because I feel a lot yeah, of places find any food that she liked <laughs> we're going to kfc and to regular fast food chains even we're going to we're going to all different types of options and the chicken is pink the meat is undercooked <laughs> no naturally. i couldn't i would it not wasn't though like no, i don't know wherever i went it wasn't there were like, they were going but, but you'll have the street food stuff i can't i don't know i just didn't want to have the street food i love the street food. and my ex too, he was just really yeah i'm down for he is not yeah. eating I was, but i grew up in new york i was like two so dollar like, meal i was two dollar meal yeah. on the street and the chicken wasn't paying it was normal but i could but see we didn't want to eat off these carts that are corner it's Did a you food do it in new york i mean i've had those pretzels they call them street meat that's yeah, but that's what it is. I've tried it when I was younger. Now I'm turned off by it. I don't know why. The older I get, the more I just don't that type of stuff. And definitely not in Thailand. And then they have cockroach stands. They have all this weird no. stuff. No, yeah, that, they have cockroach stands. Literally, like a thing. I just no. I'm just so to eat. Okay, yeah. I can't. I know. Like, so that. I'm just associating all of this in my head with Nat. I just people actually go there yeah. to do crazy YouTube videos with that. Absolutely, but that's. Well, not my thing. But anyways. Yeah, let's jump into a happier state. What's yeah. your favorite island that you, or it doesn't have to be an island. What's your yeah, favorite Yeah, which one was your highlight? Of Out of Thailand or in general? No, in general. Any place that you've ever been where you're like, oh my God, I'm obsessed with this place. I would move here in a heartbeat. Honestly, I would love to live on any island. I can't think of any that I hated. A country that I go to a lot though is Mexico. Obviously, there's Same. places that are craziest beach, craziest this, but I just felt the most at home when I go to Mexico. I've Me been, too. I probably went there like 10, 20 times during Me the pandemic, too. and I've definitely thought of getting I can a spot out there, just because, like, I don't know, I love it, and it's very Americanized. You can find all your stores out there. Yeah. It's just... I can't agree. Yeah. yeah. It's true. Beautiful weather. Beautiful let's get beaches. nasty. Yeah, let's uh -oh. get nasty. So, Mandy's <laughs> recently single. Yeah. And one fun fact about her ex is that he would never go down on her. <laughs> Literally, that's so, now a top bucket, not bucket list requirement, but top requirement in a new bay. Yeah. We're not settled in. Yeah, I don't know what it is. You Toronto need that in it's your a Toronto Jamaican man's thing. I'm craving it, but definitely if you are with a Toronto man, a, a Toronto Jamaican man, there is a 99.9%. There's some that do. You hear about yeah. the here and there, but for the most part, they just do not do it. See, if you're a guy listening and you expect to get a blowjob out of a girl, you should also know that you're supposed to go down on her. I'm making that a new rule. That, I feel like it's just not the Toronto standard. I, it's just, it, they're the- So Toronto men are canceled. Completely canceled. <laughs> canceled. If you don't want to go down on us, we don't <laughs> want you at all. <laughs> That's it. But no, I feel that should be the new standard for all girls is he should go down on you first. Once that's done, then he gets a blowjob. Do you but want to know what's weird about me though? I actually don't enjoy it. What? I, I, am I a weird girl? Maybe, maybe, maybe you never had it good. Maybe you didn't have a I good job. I have had it good. I've calmed on multiple occasions. I, I just don't really. It just. It, I don't know. I feel 
vibrator can do just as good. I just I, agree I with don't that, need though. it. I feel it's like not I used to not love it, and then I've had I've had some partners who were specifically amazing at it. That yeah. I'm like, okay, I love this, but then when I went so long without it, I just became forgot about it. Too. Yeah, uh, I just. But I don't know. Some people change my messy. mind if they want. So, what's a crazy sexual experience you've had? Oh my god. Yeah. Crazy how? I feel when you're in these you're OF industries. The, the wildest, the wildest thing you've ever done. The thing is though, I feel when you're in these industries, it becomes your job to just try to be as wild as possible right. in so many ways and always new and wild that it's like, Have you ever I, done a threesome? Absolutely. I've done threesomes, I've done foursomes, I've done like, said, like, Wait, was it all girls? Or? I've done, I think, four, maybe five sums of girls. I've done like three sums. Five girls and one guy? Or four guys? All girls. Whatever the math the one, is. The that. one with the most, the, the biggest one I did was just all girls. I've done one guy and three girls. I've done obviously one guy and two girls all the time. Um, all the time. I've done me and two guys. I've done, I don't know. Wait, you've done day. me and two guys? Yeah. And they were brothers. That's my dream. <laughs> they were literally brothers and I used to have this brother fetish a long time ago and then I was, I don't oh know. I think God, that just, so I got it off my bucket list and I was just over the fetish after. Oh God, was it good? Were they twins? No, they weren't twins. They were... No, they were a few years. That'd be better. cool. It... No, because my ex was a twin, so now that becomes weird to even think about. And I'm like, if you guys are watching this, please don't think I'm crazy. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's funny. Yeah. Well, have you ever had sex with anybody on your period? Yes. Has anybody wait, ever went down on you on your period? Yes. <laughs> oh my god, um, I need to hear this. I, Did you tell him before? Absolutely. I'm not gonna just line sight you with that and just be like, by the way, now that you're down there, <laughs> I was like, hey, I just wanted to remind you. Yeah, I feel for that. It was, I was very minimally, it was a long time Leading. ago. Yeah, but I was, it, for that, for my own comfort, it wasn't on a crazy day. I feel in general too, when if anything I've done during my time of month, it's gonna be on a lighter day. Because, like towards the end of the cycle. Yeah, like I feel I'm so horny when I'm, on it but then at the same time on the first two days i don't even want no one touching me like, don't come near me don't talk to me that's it so <laughs> it's definitely on the days where i'm just horny and not being a bitch Facts. yeah is there any turnoffs for you your biggest turnoffs from the male species being from <laughs> toronto no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. red flag yeah being from toronto. i'm kidding there's actually a lot of really great men in toronto it's just we haven't met any of them. <laughs> no, I know some that I'm okay. I know you're a good guy, but it's not necessarily the guys that I end up dating or pursuing. Right. Just how things work out. You the bad boys? <sighs> I trouble. Yeah, what's your ideal guy? I, I at this point I don't know anymore. We're yeah. trying to find Mandy a new boo. So yeah. this is your dating application. Yeah, you guys need to help me come up with the perfect checklist because I just you have lost to be tall. I don't, I'm 5'1". I can wear heels and still only be 5'5". Five five. So if you're even 5'7", you're already a giant to me. I'm not picky on height. Most of the guys I date have been above 6 foot. But What's your biggest turn off? Turn off? I, like, I don't know. No I, pet peeves? I have a million pet peeves, but I don't actually know what my... So it wouldn't be a deal breaker for you? For me, it's hygiene. If you have bad hygiene, I can't. No, I feel a lot of the basic stuff that everyone would agree on. Obviously, things hygiene. I mean, it depends. I think just typical stuff. What if you're like always picking up after him? If mommy, because some men are. Yeah, I, so I haven't fully experienced that. Really? I feel my ex was the only person I really was living mm -hmm. with to that extent that mm -hmm. you could even come make a plus. Was he like life. cleaning around the house? Yeah, he he actually he his hygiene was really good, and he very much 
took care of stuff. He, he's probably more clean and tidy than me. Sometimes guys are that. more clean and yeah. tidy than girls. It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, feel like I never let my place get so messy, but definitely he, for the most part, always took care of his own stuff. So That's I didn't good. actually experience really anything bad with that. We love yeah. a man that can take care of the house yeah. and the pussy. He, had, he got points <laughs> for that. What are your thoughts on Angie Tate? Would you date him? No. You no. wouldn't date him? I wouldn't date him, but I don't hate him. I actually don't really have anything against him. I feel sometimes when I watch what he's saying, again, this could be because I'm from Toronto where I'm used to certain mentalities where I feel a lot of the things he's preaching is stuff that I'm just used to hearing from right. him. A lot of things he says is true too. Yeah. It's just that a lot of people get, they feel attacked or maybe it triggers yeah. them because it's something that... It's a political thing. Are you yeah. either Democratic or you're Republican or you're Green Party or something else? But yeah. if you have an opinion towards one or the other or you're strongly feeling one way or the other, the same thing with Andrew Tate. Yeah. You either go with that viewpoint in the brain or you don't yeah i i to be honest i there's very few things he, sometimes he says things where i'm okay no now you're pushing it i don't agree yeah. with that but i do feel for the most part majority of the things he's feel there's a lot of fact behind it so yeah a lot of women might hate me that for saying that but i don't know there's a lot of things that he says are true and there's a lot of things that yeah we don't agree with but or what it is it's a lot of things that girls don't want to come to reality with how a lot of guys say like, if you have a high body count men won't want but the truth is a lot of men don't want to know these things or hear these things even if they do be different doesn't mean it's a bad thing but then some girls will feel attacked by these things yeah but some girls i don't know i feel like I've already accepted that a long time ago. So True. you just have to accept everything you do and not be offended when people say it's a bad thing. And a lot of people can't do that. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. How do you feel about somebody spinning into your mouth? <sighs> love it. But it depends too. <laughs> depends too. I love that shit. I love freaky shit, but I also feel if I feel you're gross and you don't brush your teeth and don't. if I'm drunk, maybe you could get away with it. I won't know if you have alcohol breath. And, but for the most part, if you have good hygiene, definitely do that, please. I saw a TikTok or something, and it said that when people spit into your mouth, it's a form of witchcraft, and then you fall in love with that person. Has really? Do you think that has happened to you? Did you fall in attraction towards that person? Um, Deeper? Stronger? No. Having sex with the period blood? I, say, the period sex apparently gives you soul like, ties. swapping those kind of... I think um, the period sex I could agree with, but I feel the last guy that I could think of that spat in my mouth, I actually don't feel any type of way about him. Really? Who was it? So it's a lie. Can you tell me my ear? <laughs> I know. You might, have had, you might have had the same experience. Wait, we had the same <laughs> Wait, it was the same guy? Wait, I don't know. No, I can't tell. Yeah. Is it confirmed? No. Uh, not, you didn't have that experience? Now? Don't ask. It was a wild night. Wait. I don't know if I heard that. We're going to have to talk about it. We'll talk about it later. <laughs> we'll say that for another day. Wait, let me just... Okay, so how do you feel about fuckboys? Do you fuckboys? Do you I hate love them. them? <laughs> I love them. She has a time. It's fuckboys. I love them. No. Yeah, I don't know. It's, I feel now after my last relation, not to say my ex was a fuckboy or anything that was not the actual issue. It's I'm, I always gravitate towards fuckboys, but I'm also at a point in my life where I'm kind of I'm down. Do you ever think like, you could change the fuckboy? You're going to be the one. Girl. I have changed a few fuckboys. I won't lie. A lot of guys, when I first meet them, it's worth that. They're boy vibes and then end up actually changing and becoming better and whatever. But... I don't know, I think I'm at a point in my life where I'm tired of growing and training men on how to be a good man for me and I just like, come out of her train. Yeah, please. I it. love dating men that had to deal with someone you and I would, even though, let's say I didn't know you and you had trained him, yeah. I love a man that because um, I don't have to do the work. I want the girl before me to be doing this. I'm tired of being <laughs> yeah, the first yeah. one. And I have I'm training yeah. these buff boys. Literally. <laughs> 
tired of it. I always it. said that. I always used to say that. I'm <laughs> dead. <laughs> Please let someone else have trained him. Do you have any rappers that you've hooked up with? Singers, artists, actors? All of the above, probably, to be honest, at some point. Oh, sassy, man. We're Eskimo <laughs> sisters with one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Wait, never mind. Okay, never mind. Was Wait, was that the one that you <laughs> Yeah, anyways. <laughs> Cle- clearly it was... <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I feel... When I was early 20s, I feel I had more of those experiences where I was just... Wild. Yeah, I was a lot more <laughs> wild. I was a lot more into that. And now I'm just... I don't know. You want a low-key guy. I don't really mind, but I do feel most of the guys I end up dating are more low-key or they might be really known but on they're not a superstar on social media do you think it's it's harder to find a guy to date now that you're an OnlyFans girl do people try to take advantage of that it hasn't been an issue yet I feel again when I met my ex it was earlier in my OF days so I didn't really have that issue but there was a difference in how I was treated over it because I do feel people Think you're easier. It's not even about being easier. I don't know how to explain it. I think you have all this money coming in and then they're helping you. It just becomes this whole thing where they feel it should benefit them too. That's a big mentality Mm. with a lot of guys, especially if they're helping. And to a degree. Especially the Toronto guys. Toronto guys, they want a piece of your cake. If you're you're making cake and you're making money off your cake, the Toronto guys. How do you deal with that? I just said, I make it very known from the beginning and I just try and. I, at the end of the day, if I'm with someone, I spoil them. That's not an issue. I'm going to buy you nice things. That's not a problem, especially if you're helping me out of loyalty. I will do a lot of things for you. I just hate when I'm feeling I have to or you're only with me because I'm going to do these things for you. The second I feel you're only with me because I benefit you. Like you're mooching or not yeah, mooching. Yeah, like with me because I could do stuff or I'm making money. I just get turned off by that. I'd rather a man that's so focused on his own stuff that he's not even impressed by anything I'm making. Yeah. You want to be spoiled. Yeah, I do want to be spoiled. So, again, it hasn't been a major issue for me yet, but now that I'm single, I don't really, I haven't even really fully tried dating because I'm a little traumatized off men, but I am lucky, at least in my last situation, it was mutual, but there were times where I did feel, okay, yeah. Should we play a game of Smash or Pass? Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna show you a picture, or should I say the name and then we can just put a picture on this? Yeah, yeah. I hope oh. I don't get in trouble for this. Let's see. It's a hypothetical yeah, it smash or pass. Really if you have that. already fucked them, you can just say smash. You don't have to. Like, okay, you know? I don't have to specify that I already did smash. Unless you want to. <laughs> Damn, okay. Let's not get me in yeah, trouble. We like some juicy content. Yeah. We're down to share. Okay. Okay, Chris Brown, smash or pass. Yeah. In theory, I would say Smash, but I know so many girls that smashed him that now I'm... Turned off. It's not turned off. I would never even... I don't know if that the opportunity presented itself. I don't know how I would respond to it, but I do feel... If he was... If he Chris Brown was here right now and was like... That's the thing. Me. Like, if I met him and it was... The vibe was there, I don't know. But I feel just off the top of my head, if someone was like, oh, do you want to go smash him? I'm like, not right now. Not right now. <laughs> no, but I don't... He's not someone that I would want to just... Some guys, I feel like they hit you up. Okay. I'm like, I don't know. It would have to be a bit of a different okay. no question mark true yeah <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio smash I love that Taylor Holder who? <laughs> Taylor Holder he's a tiktoker so you have to show me a picture I- I'm trying to search him right Let's now see him. <laughs> sometimes you don't know if it's Taylor with an O or Taylor with a. it sounds familiar but I'm like a little bit rusty with the names wait this is not 
exciting. <laughs> Wait, let me go on his TikTok. He's like, if he made the list, he might must be cute. Oh, spelling his name wrong. Let's see. Oh, we get to see the whole TikTok. Oh. He wrote the song. I, oh, I didn't know who that was. I feel like I haven't, I don't know, maybe Smash. I haven't hooked up with a white boy in a while, and I won't lie, but <laughs> I feel like Smash. I think Taylor Smash. Holder, Smash. Potentially Smash. Okay, love that. Jason Derulo. Ooh, I, he's attractive. He's a very attractive guy, but I feel he was so posting his family that now I can't. Now it's Yeah, he's, in my head, I don't know if he's even still in with his girl or I mean, even he, when he was with his girl i know that he was in my friends dms these men are but i just feel yeah. in my head if i associate associate you as a family man once i know you have a family and kids I don't on your that. end you're good old me a few years ago would have been don't care it doesn't matter yeah. but now when i see people at least once i know you have a girl and kids like i just don't i feel like that is something a, the universal thing that all girls need to agree on is like, if you know a man is in a relationship and has a family just yeah. Go to the next man. These, like, so I, I agree with that. We need to bring back girl code because that was definitely lost over yeah. time where girls will go fuck anyone or go be with yeah. anyone. They'll sneak their own friends for men. Especially when it's guys of status and money. I've watched Like for so what, girl? For him to forget about you tomorrow and never exactly. text you again. Exactly. Go back to his family. You see who he's <laughs> claiming on the internet. You don't, he, you're just going to be a side piece. You know he's not going to do anything for you. Like, and it's different too. Some of these guys will have hush money and some of these girls are just doing it for no reason. They just think, oh, he's going to fall in love with me next. But you're going to be the girl that split up that. It yeah. would never or you're just the girl he's hanging out with while his baby mama's busy with the kid. Yeah, like, I grew past that now. I'm yeah. too grown for that. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're elevating. Okay, yeah. next guy, Drewski. Do you know what is he? I don't remember what he looks like. I feel like I do know what he looks Smash like. Smash or pass, Drewski. Oh, I'm dead. He's just like, I low-key love funny boys, though. Yeah, I love funny men. And Give I love me a big boy. Like, <laughs> I low-key have a weak spot for that, especially when they're funny. It's big boy um, season. Hit us up if you're I think, a big boy. Yeah, I think it would have to depend on the vibe. I said smash to him. You said smash? Wait, should we be rating them too or just him? I want to hear how you guys feel about this too. Grusky, I already said I would smash him when I did an interview earlier. Yeah, like, I think he's funny and I have a thing for big boys right me now Me too. too. Like, it's, it's such a thing. I just have such I a I feel like when somebody's funny. Do you think you were influenced? Me? By the song? The joke, yeah. <laughs> no, but I feel like I, wa I was in my big boy era, and then the song came out, and I was like, Oh, I low-key had a thing for big boys for the longest time, because I realized sex with big boys is always better. There's just a magic trick behind it. No, she has the magic trick. I have, like, please tell us the magic trick. So, this is the thing with bigger guys. So, a lot of girls, you come from the clip rubbing. So, when a guy has a belly and you're on top of him, it just rubs so much easier and you don't even have to do anything and you come in 10 seconds so yeah, i just true. always had a thing for that little belly like, i don't know it's true there's it's science okay <laughs> okay let me think of someone travis good god. travis god He's single now so you can't even say family i already know the answer to this one okay we'll say smash okay little baby smash g herbo Smash. <laughs> These are easy. Puff Daddy. Ooh. I got. I, I don't. Damn. Not, this is gonna get political. He's typically smash if there wasn't outside factors. Oh, He's just so. not your type. Right. No, it's not that. It's just no. There's a lot not aesthetically viewpoints. No, I think oh. all of that is fine. I think more just personally and people I know and maybe people I might have been friends with who might right. right. yeah, like circles. Yeah, Understood. like the, yeah. I don't yeah. Like to, I don't to do certain stuff if wait i just had one at the top of my head i just uh -oh. forgot it wait let me think what about girls 
Let's ask girls. Okay. Yeah, you go ahead. True. Now you're putting me on the spot. Okay. Ice Spice. Ooh. Smash or pass? I think pass. Coily Ray. I think I'm really picky with my girls. Like, I can't really say who is an absolute smash, but I feel Jennifer Lopez. Oh, definitely smash because it's Kylie Jenner. Smash. Kalani. Smash. Smash. Oh my yeah. god, Kalani! I would go lesbian for Kalani too. <laughs> definitely, she's the best. SZA. Uh, oh my god, yeah. I don't actually know what she looks like. Hot. She's I've never hot. actually, but definitely. SZA's a bad. Just based on her voice, like, 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 like yeah, yeah. It's so creative and dope. Oh yeah, she's cute. Fast match. It's the juicy lips for me, Sizza. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I had a good one. Glorilla. <laughs> I love her. I love her. her. I love, I love her. her. When I first came back to Miami, I came out here with my girlfriend from early December. And we were we went to SLS and we were just checking into our hotel. And the second I walked into the lobby, she was the first person no I seen. No really? And I was like, I'm freshly going through a breakup. I'm blasting F and F in my the whole flight here. Yeah. And then I touched down. I'm like, oh my god! I just literally wanted to run up to her. And she's be like, got I the love best you. Voice. She's so dope. I'm just obsessed with her. I can't like, wait she, to see her grow. Yeah, she's, she's gonna be an A lister. So she's about like, to she's have already like, almost there. Yeah, she really is. She's, she's about to do. Like, where did she even come from? <laughs> I know. That's what yeah. I was thinking. I think she's about to do with Cardi B's artist. No, she's actually with CMG, so she's with Gotti. Uh, but your um, Gotti's label is really good. Yeah, yeah they definitely. invest a lot into their artists. Yeah, she's gonna kill it. I have no doubt she's gonna take that sure. Cardi route, where it's like from this to this. Really, your label, your label really can help you like either blow the fuck up or stay yeah. stagnant. Yeah, I feel. I agree with that. Okay, I have two more for you. Britney Spears, smash or pass? Current Britney, or are we talking about thousands Britney? Every time Britney before she shaved the head, or we talking about her? I would, I guess, pass because you could choose which Britney that you would smash. Maybe the younger Britney. I like, loved her. Britney and the Spice Girls were my idols when I was three or four, and now I don't know. Cute. Yeah. What about Tiana Trump? Smash. Absolutely. <laughs> like, no hesitation. Like such a freak. No hesitation. Like the wildest, yeah. amazing mover, yeah. like everything that she does. Yeah, I feel like I just love her energy and just yeah. everything. Yeah. She's beautiful too. Do you have a favorite age or like, I don't know, like an age range that you look for in a guy? If they're really. above or below an age or no? I feel like a lot of guys I used to date were all at least 10 years older than me. My last relationship, he was only one year older than me. Which I felt like you're both. I feel like a man needs to be a few years older because yes. women become more mature and they're more on top of things. And also, a lot of men don't. Ugh, men don't <laughs> a lot of men don't even start to take certain things serious until they're in their thirties. They're just having fun, partying, and not saving, not building foundation. A lot, not all of them. There's always some that are serious from their early life. But I just feel out of the guys I've met, a lot of them are just only start to focus on things in their thirties. And I feel like I've been on the ball with things from such a young age that, like. I need that. I don't know. A lot of the younger ones are still on a learning curve. But at the same time, I know a lot of girls that say they even date younger men and they're having an even greater experience because younger guys are just trying so they hard keep to young. Yeah, yeah, and they're just trying so hard to impress an older woman. So I, I don't know. I have mixed feelings about yeah, that. Yeah, I do too. There there's been so many times that I started talking to a guy and he's like younger than me. No, but yeah, like, like, so they're cute. so cute. <laughs> my my mom just got remarried and to someone over ten years younger than her, and I'm like, that was smart. I love that for her. I love that Go for her. Mom. Um, go mama that. sassy <laughs> sassy mama sassy Love mama that. <laughs> that's um, too cute how do you feel about when a guy okay so let's say you met a guy at a club or wherever you guys exchange numbers and he asks you to hang out instead of planning a date or doing something how do you feel about that would you pull up or 
what would your response be to that? Ugh. It depends on what, if he's trying to actually pursue me, you need to come at me correct. And I say this with any guy where it's like, if you're just a guy and we, we're already flirty and we're just more hookup vibes and I already don't really care where things go, then I don't really care about the early process. But if I meet someone new and they're actually trying to pursue me, you have to come correct from day one. You have to make sure you're taking me on a date. You have to pick me up for the date. I'm not driving myself to our date or you know what i remember i always remember when you told me the guy has to put in so much effort because your ex drove however many hours to come pick you up for your first date i remember when i met my ex for example and this is just the most recent example but he was someone that i felt if if you're not i at the time i just came back from miami i'm not looking for someone to hook up with and do none of that whatever stuff it's you're either going to pursue me correctly and we're going to do something or and look, at the I time you were trying to get wiped up i wasn't actually trying to get wiped up but i just felt i don't care to do anything else but that i don't need anyone new in my life right. it's not that my car i had crashed my car in miami so again my, no this <laughs> no my other car my other car my last car i but it wasn't me someone anyways someone else crashed it i was drunk in the trunk literally passed out of my car and i woke Did you up say you were drunk in the trunk i was drunk in the trunk because there was a pillow in the trunk long story this is probably a whole other story it was my birthday right before i was leaving miami i'm gonna lose track of the other topic but let's just give you reference I'll, for that memorize what i, I i'm sorry i just <laughs> yeah not me there was a lot going on <laughs> i i came out to miami for an entire winter this is the time when my instagram was booming and everything and i was out here for pretty much the winter i had to get back to canada because I was passing my six months of being out here. You're allowed here for six months of the year if you're Canadian. Like that, right? Yeah, every so, Canadian can relate to this. So I'm five, five and a half months in. It's summer, weather's getting nice. I still had my condo in Toronto. I was okay, let me go back home, whatever. So my, it was, I waited until my birthday week and I was out here celebrating my birthday that whole week. And on the last night before I'm supposed to leave, we went out and one of my girls was the designated drivers of my vehicle. And we parked it in a parking lot. And after the club, I'm drunk. My seats were forward in the back. I have an SUV. And there was a pillow in the back because I had road tripped that car from Toronto. I get it now. So I had everything situated, all blankets, pillows. And I'm drunk AF. The seats are forward. I just crawled back in there and I was knocked out. And my girl drove one of my girls home. And then she's turning into my building which is the same studio village and the car stops in the middle of the road and all the lights go on and we're like, I don't know what to do. Your car is freaking out. We, we don't know what's going on. Long story short, the whole wheel came off. We don't know how. We didn't feel any crazy impact. My girl wasn't, she wasn't drinking or anything. And so what we're pretty sure happened is I probably had my tires turned when I was parked and someone must have hit into me. And we were driving on highways. We drove my girl home. We did a bunch of stuff before we got to my house. And somehow the wheel- Thank goodness you weren't driving that fast. At the end of the night when you were almost home, this happens. Turning into my building in the middle of the road. And I- Not good, the situation. I wouldn't have thought a thing. I I was already out cold at that point until that happened. And then I remember hitting up my friend. She had hit up her boyfriend. I had hit up Trell and I was like, oh, I don't know what to do. I'm hitting up people. I'm like, please come help. And then I had a bunch of people show up trying to fix it. And they're like, yeah, you're tired. And that day I was planning to, I don't remember if I was, I think I was supposed to actually drive home from that day. I ended up having to fly home. This, everything was what like, did you do with your car? 
I had to, it got towed and they had to fix it. And it took them about Damn, three months to fix it. Damn, this happens to you every time. No, I've only <laughs> ever had two situations in my life where my car has broken down or totaled. And that was number one. And Christmas was number two. Yeah. Well, this does not happen to me. I've never been in an accident myself. Never. I've never like. You're not a bad driver. I'm not a bad driver. Things, things keep happening. I never get, like, literally, I've never been pulled over. I've never hit into anyone. I've never done anything like that. But there's just been events that have happened where my car, or I, again, I don't know if I was drunk, passed out. I don't know if maybe my girl would have hit something. I just feel she wasn't drunk. So she, I don't yeah. know if she just didn't want to tell me, oh my God, I accidentally did this. And she knew I was passed out and wouldn't have known. But like, I would have felt that type of impact. The freaking tire came off. Yeah, the whole insane. thing popped off the axle. It was... So, long story short, when I went back to Canada, Toronto, your boyfriend or your ex came to pick you up. Yeah, because I had no car. So, he had to. Yeah, and he asked me out on a date, and I was okay, come pick me up. He's like, oh, I could send an Uber for you because he lives. We were going to this lounge that's 40 minutes away from me and 40 minutes away from him, but he lives also another 40 minutes away from me. We all, it was just far. So he was like, oh, I'll send an Uber for you. And I was like, I don't know, at the time I was just being a bit bougie where I was like, I don't want to be picked up in an Uber to go out on a date with this guy that I barely know or... Yeah. So I was like, oh, it's okay, I'll just see you another night. And he was like, okay, fine, I'll come pick you up. <laughs> and then he did the whole thing and then he brought me home too. I just felt I had to set that tone from the beginning because, I don't know, if you're gonna... If you can't even make that effort from day one, you're probably never gonna make that effort. Girls, if he wanted to, he, he would. would. And that's the thing too, and you have to be willing to just not be so desperate where if they're not coming correct that just you're just taking like, oh, any okay. type of treatment yeah no you're coming proper i feel like a lot of girls just forget about the fact that you set the tone for Abby. getting treated and if you if you he just buys you a drink you go home with them that's the tone yeah i totally agree especially early on i feel as time goes by and i'm actually dating someone i become very flexible i start tolerating all types of crazy stuff i feel that starts to change but my number one thing to even, for me to even be interested in a relationship, you have to, that tone has to be there from the beginning. That's it. Facts. Yeah. Do you have any other questions, Raquel? No, I feel like I learned so much. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was good. That was you learned good. that I crashed all my cars. Yeah, you got drunk in the trunk. You it was my birthday. My threesomes. <laughs> Four she, she was one of the first people on OnlyFans. Yeah, one of the, the actual probably learned first creator on from Canada. I feel like I was one of the first in Canada because well, I'm so sure cool. there was some. In general, you know? I feel like you're one of the first because I was looking at uh, from the outside. I was. I don't know, at 20,000 followers as an engineer looking at all these girls that do OF, it was you, Flower Bomb, and Ashley Rush. Those were the only three people that I knew that were doing See, it. See, I don't know when <laughs> Ashley got on. I remember when Flower Bomb started getting on. So I feel I was on before maybe then. And then she had everyone under her referral. Yeah. And I remember looking at her, oh my God, that was so smart of her. Yeah. She was always on Just top promoting of it all the time. But she also went on there, had good strategies, was able to help people. I felt I was always clueless at the beginning. And then I actually started meeting that whole circle of girls where we all blew up together. I ended up meeting after I had already had OnlyFans. So then it was nice meeting other influencer girls that we used to sit there and discuss and come up with stuff. I used to learn a lot from them. We had this group chat on Instagram and we were all helping each other grow and giving each other tips with OF. And I felt that really changed a lot of things for me because until that point, I was on for several months and I didn't know who to ask. I didn't have anyone to be like, am I doing this right? I had people who... Um, most people were trying to push me to go onto other platforms altogether because they all had their own reason for wanting me on a different platform and they had their own incentive. Mm -hmm. I felt nobody even wanted me 
on OF, so I had no help with it. I had no, what are other people doing? I had no one to ask, no ideas, nothing. It's just this new platform that someone out there is making 100K a month, and I just knew I needed to figure it out. And if you if are a girl, sorry, sorry. No, you go ahead. <laughs> Love that. No, if you are a girl, if you are a girl and you're looking to make an OnlyFans, hit one of us up. We would love to help you if you don't already have an account. How OnlyFans works, I'm going to break this down because a lot of people don't understand it. On OnlyFans, somebody can send you a link and you can make an account under their referral code. Mm -hmm. OnlyFans automatically takes 20% of your money. So when you use your friend's code, out of that 20%, 5% will go to your friend that's helping you and then 15% will go to OnlyFans. If you don't use anyone's link, they OnlyFans takes that 20% and here you are still unsure of what to do, how to price things, how to caption things, what kind of content See, to take, how to grow yourself. I you have no inside on, knowledge. I do wish early on when I was making my account that I had someone I could Same. have done that with. There was just no one I knew. And now I realize you can hit up a random girl and be like, hey, I want to sign up. Some girls don't have the patience to deal with it, but I didn't realize any girl would be willing to help you. I thought girls would be more like gatekeeping and not wanting yeah. if they don't know you they're not going to put you on to anything so yeah. i just didn't even know that was an option early on yeah yeah it's um, crazy because i started an only fans page because you told me about it i didn't use anyone's referral code right. and then afterwards i saw flowerbomb promoting that she's helping girls so i ended up making a second page and a lot of her tips actually helped me absolutely go above whatever i was making yeah. previously see i feel i was never good with referral stuff because i feel like I never telling girls to even get on OnlyFans unless I know they're already in these industries. Right. It's always been you don't like, want to be like promoting sex work. Yeah. Like, I don't want to tell a girl to put your job and get into yeah. the sex industry. No, but if you're already thinking about it, one minute. hit us up. We're going to wrap this up. This was an amazing interview. Thanks for joining yeah, us. Thank you for having me. Sassy Mandy on all platforms. We will link all of her social media below. And thank you for tuning in to Off the Air, learning all about Mandy today and also Ara's tips and kind of tricks with the OnlyFans. And if you guys need anything in terms of you want to sign up and you want to venture down this route, hit up any one of them and they'll be more than willing to help you, right? Yeah. Thanks for watching. Make sure you subscribe.